0: Thanks for clicking on this podcast. I'm Maria Huggins from American Century Investments, and I'm here today with John Levito, Co-Chief Investment Officer of Global Fixed Income. John, thanks for joining us.
1: I'm glad to be here.
0: First, let's talk about the economic environment at a high level. What are some of the big things you've seen looking back at 2018?
1: Yeah, 2018 was a very interesting year, and if I had to characterize it, I would say it was a year of desynchronization with regard to global growth. There is the, the line of thinking that we may see the Fed be closer to a pause as they want to assess what these risks will mean for the global economy. So it's our view that we'll get one more hike here in 2019 and we'll see a pause after that. And what will really determine what happens past there is is what are the outcomes of those geopolitical risks and what happens to the US economy and inflation in particular.
0: I would like to focus on Brexit for just a minute because looking forward when it not for this video, but when it comes time and it's um, the hard exit and the different options, can you talk just a minute about what it will mean for investors, the different possibilities?
1: To some extent, it's really a great debate because it's going to the abyss. We don't really know what a potential hard exit would look like or a soft exit. So uh, obviously the worst case scenario would be a hard exit where the U.K. just leaves the European Union with really no deal in place and it's just, a, it's just a, it's a, it's an abrupt divorce. Uh, in that case, what that means from, a, from a, you know, a, an economic standpoint is, is probably a slowdown and a severe slowdown in the U.K., which means from an investor standpoint, you're probably looking at lower rates because the Bank of England will not be tightening rates in 2019. Uh, the market will then price in a deceleration of growth and maybe even more accommodative policy. It also probably isn't very good news for the British pound because the British pound will have to adjust to the lower economy as a softening um, a measurement. So and I think beyond that, beyond the UK, it probably also means some slower growth in, 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 in Europe and the global economy. It's, it'll it'll, cause another, it'll be another catalyst to uncertainty in terms of what it means for future growth and, and how global trade develops going forward, which really is not a, a, good, a good recipe for stronger growth in, in 2019.
0: What are you optimistic about in 2019, and what are you concerned about?
1: I think one of our more optimistic views as we enter 2019 it goes back to what we talked about earlier with regard to the Federal Reserve hikes being closer to an end uh, than the beginning. Uh, and that actually may begin to set a little bit of better tone for, the, for emerging markets in 2019. Our emerging markets suffered quite a bit uh, because we saw the higher yields, the higher dollar. But if we see the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the Federal Reserve beginning to you know, pare back what they're doing, US Treasury yields no longer rise, we can actually see better conditions for emerging markets. And emerging markets sold off quite a bit last year, which means they're cheap. So that could be a good condition for EM. On the flip side is we're getting a little bit concerned about the credit cycle here in the US. We're in the late innings of the credit cycle, we're in the late innings of of this economic expansion. Not that we're calling for a recession, but that said is if you look where uh, credit spreads are priced relative to historical values, they're really priced for a little bit more of an optimistic scenario. And while we think it may be just to be a little bit too optimistic given where we are on the, on the, on the credit cycle, so we could see, for instance, high-yield securities, investment-grade credit securities underperform a little bit uh, in, in 2019. That said, is we don't think it's a major uh, um, underperformance, but we do think there is some there. And the one reason why it won't be a major underperformance is going back to the question around income. right? There always will be that somewhat of a backstop with regard to people looking for higher yields.
0: We've seen rates rise over and over in 2018, and going forward, it sounds like there are likely to be more rate r- hikes in the future. Is the end in sight, and what do these hikes mean? Answer
1: 2019 here, it is really the great debate in terms of what the Federal Reserve will do going forward with their rate rise. You know, they had a very predictable pattern in 2018 where they raised, raised rates every quarter. You know, a month or two ago, you know, late in the year, late in 2018, the assumption was that they would continue that pattern to 2019, particularly for the first half of the year. However, some of the geopolitical risks that have developed in the latter part of 2018 have called that into question here as we as we enter 2019. And those risks are some that we talked about already. Brexit, what's going to happen there? Will we have a hard exit? Will we have a soft exit? And what that would mean for the European economy? And then more importantly, the U.S.-China trade war, will that accelerate? Will that uh, Will that get you know worse, and will that then have an, a knock-on effect on global trade and the global economy? As we enter 2019, and particularly the first half of 2019, we're going to begin to get a lot of the answers to the questions that were that were posed in the latter part of 2018. What happens to the U.S.-China trade war? What happens to Brexit? And what happens to the uh, to the Federal Reserve rate hikes? You know, we think in the end we'll get some you know, more positive outcomes than what the market's been pricing in more recently. But that said is we have to keep an eye on it because if the outcomes are less than favorable to these geopolitical risks, the impact on global growth could be, uh, could be to the downside in 2019. So that's something we're gonna definitely wanna keep an eye on.
0: John Levito, co-chief investment officer of Global Fixed Income at American Century, thank you for your time.
2: Thank you. The opinions expressed are those of American Century Investments or the Portfolio Manager and are no guarantee of the future performance of any American Century Investments portfolio. This information is for educational purposes only and is not intended as investment advice. Investment return and principal value of security investments will fluctuate. The value at the time of redemption may be more or less than the original cost. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. References to specific securities are for illustrative purposes only and are not intended as recommendations to purchase or sell securities. Opinions and estimates offered constitute our judgment and, along with other portfolio data, are subject to change without notice.